Thanks, God. Good job. Wow, that's awesome, isn't it? I get pretty excited when I think about Malawi. Um, I want to thank you guys. Um, this is Pastor Appreciation Week, our month, and uh, can this be pa- uh, uh, Congregation Appreciation Day? Um, as for our staff, for me, I just want to thank you for your kindness. Um, thank you for your faithfulness in giving. When you give to your tithe or offering to this church, portion of that goes to help the mission of missionaries around the world. So um, even if you haven't given to partners in mission, but you put a dollar in the plate, you have a part in what's happening worldwide. So thank you for that. And also thank you because when you give, you help pay my salary. <laughs> and I have a daughter that's a senior in college. And so because you guys are just so awesome, and so we're so thankful and grateful. And this month, at Pastor's Appreciation Month, uh, month we've been getting treats every day, and I think you're going to kill us because we've had so many good, good treats. So thank you, and God bless you, and I just appreciate uh, what a joy it is to serve with you and with our staff here, and um, thanks be to God. Pastor Dave's been doing a series on Amplified from 1 Peter. I want to read to you um, in 1 Peter uh, chapter 3, verses 8 through 12. I think they'll be on the screen so you can follow along, but this is God's word. Finally, all of you. Uh, Up until that point, he's been talking about different groups. He's talked about slaves and masters. He's talked about wives and husbands. Now he says here in chapter chapter 3, verse 8, Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic. Love as brothers. Be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing. Because... This, because to this, you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. This is God's word. Here's what I want you to get today in these last few minutes. Um, I want to zero in on the word blessing. Point number one. Blessing is in your DNA. Blessing is part of who you are. In uh, the Genesis story of creation... When God created a man and woman, you know what he said? He says he blessed them. So from the very beginning, we have had blessing implanted into our DNA. Now, a lot of things happened in those early days in Genesis, and there was some real difficulty there, and instead of not only blessing, but there's this other contending issues of curse and sin that came upon the people. And in uh, Genesis chapter 12, God begins to kind of start a new thing with a guy named Abraham, and this is what it says. The Lord said to Abraham, leave your country and your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. 
get this. And I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And get this, all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you. All peoples. Not just a few, not just the ones you pick, not, the one, not just the ones you think you get along, along with or the ones that look like you, but God said, all peoples on the earth will be blessed by you. There is the blessing of God in everyone's DNA. Is that good news? I'm pretty excited about that. Um, in, the, in the story of God, as you look through the Old Testament, uh, there came a point where God uh, chose some designated blessers. And uh, in the history of Israel, those de- designated blessers were called priests. And they came from Aaron and Aaron's family. And so Moses was kind of the kingpin, the leader of the people of Israel. And he led them out of, out of Egypt. And then and in the kind of organization of things, God set up um, Aaron to be uh, the people who would over, he would over, his people would oversee the priesthood. And God wanted to keep this blessing thing going. And so um, he instructed um, Moses to coach Aaron on blessing. And so if you look in Numbers chapter 6, they get together, and this is what it says. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, and then I put it on the screen so you can see it, and this is a different translation, but this is what God told Moses to tell Aaron as the leader of the designated blessers. You got this? The designated blessers? May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. That's what designated blessers were supposed to do. Go to the people and tell them, in God's name, you are blessed. May God protect you. May the Lord shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. And in Leviticus chapter 9, we see this put in practice. And so the people were there, and, and um, Aaron gathered all the different sacrifices that the people came, brought. It was kind of worship day. And they all showed up, and they brought all their sacrifices, and they laid them all out, and Aaron got them all prepared, and he got before the people, and he uh, gave them this blessing. This is in Leviticus chapter 9. He gave them the blessing, and then it says, he and Moses went into the tent of meeting, which was the place where God dwelt. So you got to get this. Bless the people. Go into the tent with Moses. Experience the power, and the presence of God. And then go out among the people 
as the designated blesser and bless them. And if you look in Leviticus chapter 9, something amazing happened. God showed up on the people. Fire came down from heaven and received the offerings. And it says, the glory of the Lord came down upon those people. And the people rejoiced with great joy and and they fell on their face in worship to God. Can you imagine what that would have been like? Do you ever have this hunger, this desire, this, this sense of just something magnificent happening in your life? I mean, something out of the ordinary, out of the mundane, out of those moments where, you know, it's just slogging away. But, you know, you just show up somewhere and God shows up. And the power of God comes. And there's a, a presence of his life in us. And all of a sudden, what was just kind of a normal day when God shows up, something spectacular happens. In my mind, I long for that. Sometimes I, I want Russell Wilson to do that for me. But I want to tell you, in the presence of God, when the glory of God comes, Oh, that the blessing of God would come upon us, right? Because there's something in us that just longs for God and his glory that so confounds anything that we can muster up in our humanness. The the challenge is, is that we have this battle going on. There's the blessing of God. But the scripture also clearly tells us that there's also this this, like, this cloud of curse that falls on us. It started back in, in the very beginning when sin entered the earth, and sin kind of gave us this la- layer, this cloud cover, this, this oppression, this, this sense of curse upon us. Have you ever felt that? We, we understand that when we try to do it all our own and we, we feel the, the pressure and the curse upon us of things that we've done wrong, places where we've sinned, but we also feel the curse when we realize that people have done stuff to us. Many of us, we live under this, this oppressive curse of people and family members that have said things to us and we just can't get over it, the fact that someone would say to us, you'll never amount to anything. Or that you're ugly. Or I wish you'd never been born. I wish I would have paid for that abortion. There are people in this world that live under a curse every day. And sometimes we get the brunt of it. And sometimes we're trying to live out of it. So we live in this world of blessing, but we're having to fight this this curse that kind of just falls on this world and this life. In reality, that's what Peter was saying. He's saying, you know, um, evil's being said to you and suffering's happening to you. And because you want to follow Jesus, it doesn't mean that everything's rosy because we live in a world of curse and this curse becomes oppressive and difficult and we struggle against it. Anybody say amen? 
it comes in all different ways. And so this battle is the blessing of God, the curse of the world, the blessing of God. And we live in these, this battle. And, and it, you know, it's interesting. I was reading over in Galatians where um, it talks about Jesus. And, um, you know, Jesus died on a cross, right? In, in the Old Testament, it says that the person who would die on a tree was cursed. And that's where, how Jesus died. But the thing to me that gets me excited is, is that Jesus didn't stay dead. The Bible tells us that the most miraculous thing happened that when he was laid in that borrowed tomb for three days, at the end of those three days, something amazing happened. The father came and began to stir in there and before long, what was once dead was now alive. And Jesus is risen from the dead. And you know what happened to the curse? It was broken. So while the curse remains, you and I do not have to live under that curse anymore. We have been freed from the curse. The scripture in Galatians, Paul says, because Jesus came to break the curse, then the blessing of God that God gave to Abraham Guess who gets the blessing now? You get it. <laughs> who gets the blessing? We do. So the DNA that was planted from the very beginning all of a sudden begins to get stirred up again in us because of Jesus. There is a blessing in you. When you come and give yourself to Jesus, when you allow the power of Jesus to cancel sin in you and break the curse, what comes in is the Spirit of God, which brings the Spirit of blessing into your life. First uh, Peter says, the other interesting thing, Dave preached on it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Peter says, you are a chosen a race, and a royal priesthood. Interesting. Before, in the old days, there were designated blessers that were the priests. And they came out and said, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Because of Jesus, he's opened up the way. So, Who are the priests now? Who are the blessers now? Who's the designated blessers in this place? We are God's designated blessers. We have received from Jesus the blessing. I think about what the word blessing means. Oh, it means to me, it's God's favor. It's God's goodness. It's God's life. It's God's power. It's God's presence. 
It's God's abundant love. I have been blessed by God through Jesus Christ. So that I could just keep it to myself and get fat and old, shriveled up. No. This passage of Scripture says, don't repay evil for evil in this world that is full of curses, but instead repay what comes to you with what? Blessing. Why? Because we have received this blessing from God. So as a result, the Scripture tells us we are called to bless others. So are you ready to go be a blesser? All right. May God bless you and keep you. May his face, his presence shine upon you. Be awesome to you. And may you live in the peace of God. Why? So you can do that very same thing to somebody else. I was at a retreat last weekend with some buddies over in Federal Way, Federal Way Nazarene Church. And I talked a little bit about blessing. I was practicing for this message. And there's something special about looking somebody in the eye, James, saying to you, in Jesus, in the authority of Jesus, I bless you with his goodness and his kindness and his love for you. Woo! You see, the blessing is not just my good words. As blessers, we stand in the middle of God's presence to us. And so when I look you in the eye and I say to you, in the authority of Jesus, I bless you. It's just not my good words. It is all of heaven, all of God's blessing given to you for this day, for your life in this moment. Praise God. Okay, so uh, we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna get ready to go home or go somewhere. You're going somewhere. Um, but before we go, I want you to have the privilege of getting a blessing. Some people here today... Man, you need it. We all need it, but some of you, you kind of drug in here today like, you know, should I just keep going? Well, I just want to tell you, God's here. And so we have our prayer ministers that are going to come up and they're prepared and ready to bless you in Jesus' name. Um, So in a few moments, in fact, prayer ministers, if you want to come already and get prepped up and ready to bless, please come. If If you need healing today, Physical healing, emotional healing, spiritual healing. These folks are prepared and prayed up and ready to pray for you for that as well. But I, my prayer is, is that I know God's here and he's up to something. I want, I, my prayer is that each one of us would experience the power of his presence and that you would feel and understand his blessing upon and in you today. So Father, thank you. This has been a fantastic time to worship. 
And as we conclude this time, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you just make yourself known to us. May we be filled with your blessing upon us this morning. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you as you sing. We're going to stand and sing. If you'd like to come forward, we've got lots of folks here, and they'd love to pray for you and bless you. And I pray God's blessing upon you as you go about your day.